The views and opinions heard on this show are not necessarily those of News Radio 92.3, but those of the sponsors. to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. It's Friday. We're going to have some fun. Just be warned, we do have some inclement weather on the way, so stay tuned here to News Radio 92.3 for more updates and information on that. I don't know if you should pack your umbrella yet because the wind might take it away, but a really good raincoat, maybe some galoshes might uh, help you out this morning. But we're going to think sunshine. We're going to think getting moving active and we're going to look forward to something really fun Sigmovia rides again March 26th in downtown Pensacola I want to go ahead and welcome Rand Hicks to the show uh Rand I, I first want to congratulate you we we talked to you on Monday Right. Thank and you for remembering. I, yeah, I remember you. You're very memorable. Um, and we also have Caitlin and Deja here with the City of Pensacola Parks and Rec Department. There, We are really encouraging people to get out, get involved in Cyclovia, which is coming up March 26th. But Rand, you were featured in Yahoo Sports. Huh? Did you know that? No. <gasps> this that's a big, big deal. I'm featured in the post office on the wall under wanted, dead or alive. That's the big deal. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's okay. We won't give up your spot. That's for sure. Because you bring fun. So as long as you bring in the fun, then we're okay with you. Rand always brings in the fun. <laughs> I asked him how he felt this morning. He said dandy. Then I had to have him switch it over to grand <laughs> so we could rhyme. And I could... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Caitlin, I want you, this is your, is this your first time on the Pensacola Expert Panel? It is, yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about what you do with the Parks and Rec Department. Well, I am actually partnering with Deja and Parks and Rec. I'm technically in the Engineering and Construction Services Division, um, but I am not an engineer. I am a planner. <laughs> feel like I have to point that out. Whoa, that's but, still uh, like, that's a big, that's the big department <laughs> oh over there. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Great, great department at the city. And um, I am a transportation planner. So I am very focused on how to move people throughout the city safely and efficiently. So looking all, all different modes of transportation. Um, and this month is Florida Bike Month. Yes. So it's perfect for Cyclovia um, where you know it's an open streets mm -hmm. event and we want to encourage people to get out there and walk bike um, whatever I mean people of all ages and abilities wheelchairs mm -hmm. uh, everything we want to just like let people enjoy the street as a public space um, and so I'm here to just help promote the governor signed a proclamation for Florida bike month and so did our mayor so we're just super excited to celebrate this month I love that and just staying on that route real quick before we talk more fun let's talk can we talk some bike safety real quick just with because it is a florida bike month i want to go ahead and maybe talk some bike safety for listeners who want to either get into road biking or just beach cycling or get their kids out more but still follow some basic safety rules and guidelines if that's okay yeah, definitely. I think it's perfect. Um, so 
in the state of Florida, bicyclists are considered vehicles, right? So you have to abide by all the same rules and responsibilities as if you were a motor vehicle. So that means you need to stop at red lights, you need to stop at stop signs, um, but also uh, motor vehicles need to respect that bicyclists have a right to the road as well, right? So we've all seen all those signs that the Florida Department of Transportation ca campaigns about sharing the road, right? So yes. having mutual respect, um, whether you're riding in a, a car or a truck or you're riding your bicycle, we all have a right to, to use the road. Um, so, and it's just, I would say, I would encourage everyone to wear helmets. That is um, under the law. If you are under the age of 16, you are supposed to be wearing a helmet. But I also encourage everyone to wear a helmet regardless of your age. Um, you know, I would just say ride right. That's an easy thing mm -hmm. to remember. Stay with the flow of traffic um, and just have a good time out there. What's the, something you want to add, Rand? <clears throat> Give them three feet of space. Oh, yes, yes. When you are yeah, passing. That's important. Yes. And you are allowed to pass the double, go over a double yellow line when you're yes. passing a bicyclist. So Can don't you explain feel. real quick, Rand and, and, and Caitlin too, um, and Deja add in, why three feet is so important when you pass them? Because some people are like, oh, you can just whiz on by. But there is um, uh, physics too that adds into it right, did i get that right yeah i mean i think it's all about safety for the bicyclist and the speed at which you are going um as a car as a vehicle and the speed at which a bicyclist is going that allows enough space for a bicyclist to, to still continue at the speed that they're riding and allow them to safely continue on their route and you can do safely um and just move mm -hmm. over be a good judge of that three feet um there's no reason why you need to stay you know <laughs> right next mm. to that bicyclist you can pass you can go over that double yellow line and give them adequate space right so i think if you're a commuting bicyclist too not a professional wearing lycra and you're going down the road <clears throat> and you hear a sound coming up from behind you you might naturally turn to look to your left to see what's coming and if you do your bike may swerve slightly to the left so to give them a little extra space and not have that wind turbulence. And what about that side mirror that bikes have also? You know, right. that's another six inches that's sticking out. So anything you can do to be conscious of the bicyclist in front of you. They own the road too. We all own the road. It belongs to the people. Yeah, I love that you just mentioned. They can do that that side eye real quick. I have a friend who has cycled back and forth to work about six miles total, mm -hmm. and so he's got like those those mirrors and then these glasses with mirrors. He's got this whole thing, but he's been doing it for years. Travels all over the world to cycle, uh, but then there's you know every, the people who are starting out, and so mm -hmm. they're not used to that quick side look. And the other day, unfortunately, I don't. I say the Holy Spirit, but I slowed down when I saw him and he looked too hard and uh, almost fell over. And oh, I, no. if I hadn't slowed down, I would have definitely hit him. And yeah. so those moments are when you're like, this is why it's important. And that's why I wanted to bring it up because of my personal experience literally a week ago um, on 17th Avenue heading to the beach, right? We're just gonna go get some sunshine. Um, hey, they could have ended a lot worse and um, you know, it's just, you never know. And so just learning and being aware of everybody and giving that three feet, maybe a little bit extra slowing mm -hmm. down first, obviously not trying mm -hmm. to, we're not, you know, fast and furious. We're trying to just slow down. We have a beautiful scenery on our way to everywhere we go yeah. here in Pensacola. So. Thank you. Yeah. It's only going to cost you a couple of seconds to slow down. Amen. Caitlin might want to talk about 
what bicyclists' responsibilities are. We also have to be good citizens on the road. Sure, and I think um, being riding straight, being predictable, uh, using signals just like you would with a car if you've seen people using hand signals. So if you're turning left, if you're merging, making sure that you're communicating to the vehicles around you. Um, and like you said, just uh, like you give space to other cars, you know, when you're coming to a stop, it's the same thing as you would treat uh, someone in a bicycle too. Just give them space um, and respect each other when you're on the road. Could we actually go over what those hand signals are? Because I know we all learned them in driver's Ooh, ed, one. driver's education, you know. But Did when you you're know, the- though, that during uh, COVID, a lot of individuals didn't have to go through all those extra things? Yes, I did. I did. And there are a lot of, um, I know some younger people, some younger folks out there who didn't necessarily have the same road test. They were inside of, like, confined spaces. So you weren't actually out on the road where you can see a bicyclist or you know, just some of those real life situations that you really do need to know. So, I mean, I would love to discuss like what those hand signals, those gestures look like so that we can all be familiar with them. Excellent. Sure. So basically, if you're making a right hand turn, you can stick out your right hand. What is this direction, Rand? Is this uh, perpendicular? Perpendicular. There you go. Perpendicular. Point Point which way you're going. and make sure that you're doing it before you approach an intersection as well. You know, don't just like come up to the intersection, stop and then do it. Let's give people a heads up. Just like if you're going to put a blinker on, right, with your car, you want to give sure. people a heads up. Now, if you're going to make a left-hand turn, uh, you stick out your left hand. Now, there's also an old school um, thing where, you know, back in the day, actually cars didn't have That's right. blinkers, <laughs> right? So people would stick out their hands to communicate with other people which way they were going so actually there's an old school mentality you can use your left hand and you can turn it up make a bent uh, what, what do you call this uh right angle right yep. angle yeah with your palm facing My sky and mm-hmm. is not as good I no you're good that 90 break. degree 90 angle. degree angle the goalie yes. the goalie right. <laughs> that is technically <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope we're painting a good picture here um that's also could be a left-hand turn as well, because back in the day, you That's couldn't right. just stick your right hand out. And then finally... <laughs> that wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't see anything. And then finally, if you're stopping, you do a right-hand angle, but downwards. Mm-hmm. Is that making sense? Yes. Um, and then a lot of times when you're slowing, you kind of want to like pump your hands a little bit so you can communicate to people behind you that you're slowing down. So those are the simple things that you could do that are pretty... Um, everyone will recognize and know and understand, you know, what you're trying to do. Are there any good websites to direct people real quick? Just as like, because you mentioned a lot of individuals going through driver's ed, younger kids might not know that. Maybe yeah. uh, the an adult that's listening can direct their kid, their grandkid to a website. Yeah, there's actually a lot of um, good websites. And you can Google like the Florida Bicycle Association. Mm-hmm. They have great education on how to bicycle safely. Um, the Florida Department of Transportation alert today um they have a lot of information on how to be safe and visibility for bicyclists and i think there's also if you just google like dot mm-hmm. bicycle and pedestrian safety yep. there's a lot of information you that will pop up signals. well our own bike pensacola i think has some information yeah, on their locally. website too and they're a local resource mm-hmm. so Oh, very good. I'll go ahead and throw that up on our podcast this morning at newsradio923.com. Let's have some fun. We got some safety in there. I like it. I like some safety, you know, 
being safe helps us have more fun, right? Uh, so let's switch on gears. Like I mentioned before, so Rand Hicks is here this morning. We're going to talk some Ciclovia, partnering Ooh. with City of Pensacola Parks and Rec because we want everybody to move and play in Pensacola and, and be safe while doing so. So we are riding again March 26th or walking or dancing. Dancing. Yoga, yoga-ing, looping. But like I mentioned, Rand, you were featured in Yahoo Sports. Very good for you. I'm going to add that article to the podcast as well for individuals to be able to check out. That's a huge deal right there. Absolutely. Two years in the waiting, so. Mm. And well-deserved. Very well-deserved. So tell us more about Cyclovia. We're glad to be back. Right. It's an event that we get to do basically once a year. And finally, it's this year. We're going to do it. So on a Saturday from 10 to 3, we're going to close Palafox Street from Garden all the way down to the water. Whoops, can't quite get there because we're reconstructing after Hurricane Sally. So we're going to turn left at the end of the median and then come back up. But guess what? We can go east or west on West Main and Bayfront, starting from the east at Wharf Avenue all the way down to Bruce Beach. We own all that. It's going to be closed to motorized traffic, open to you to do what you want to do in the streets, and there's lots to do. Shall I talk about some of them? All of them. Well, as many as we can fit in today in the next 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Among the various things we're going to do, um, we're going to have Latin line dancing. We're going to have a gospel choir that goes up from like Intendencia all the way up to in front of the wine bar. Dancing and singing, and um, then breaking out into acapella acapella performances throughout the rest of the morning and early afternoon. We're also going to have African-American presentations of Steppen from the Pensacola Red Diamonds and from the Lamplighters at different points in the schedule. And some of this is going to be timetabled, and we're going to stick it up on our website. You can come and look at it. for joy for the boys and girls, we're going to have that present in the Aloha Bouncers down to the west. So if you came south on Palafox and turned left onto West Main and went down towards Seville Square, <gasps> to your left, you're going to see gigantic bounce houses, obstacle courses, all kinds of stuff to have fun with for kids. And, and, and Baptist Healthcare is bringing a giant inflatable colon and a giant inflatable <laughs> lung. So kids can go through that and say, ew, let's do it again. Let's push the walls. I think that's awesome. I want to go through the colon. <laughs> All right. We're, we're going to let you. That's the we're going to make you, you. You've got to sign a hold harmless, though. <laughs> Across the street from that, we're going to have in Bartram Park, disc golf. And on the other side of the archaeology building, we're going to have the first tee with Adrian Stills himself there to give you some guidance in in starting. And he's our interim director at Parks and Recreation, so love to see him out there. And if you haven't met him before, one of the the coolest gentlemen we have in the city. So that's wonderful. And, I mean, I can keep going. We're going to have yoga. We're going to have expressive dancing for the first time. We're going to have ecstatic dancing. And, yes, they're different. Come see how. So shall I pause and let somebody else speak? <laughs> you can keep going. You're doing great. I'll just say I've been there the two of the events the previous years, and just as someone, as a citizen attending them, they're just super fun. There's just so much to do. And, right. Um, 
Well, look, we, we've got great partners, too, and some of them are going to be there to serve you directly. We're going to have hydration stations sponsored by Dasani, who's basically across the street from you here yep. at the radio station. And we're going to have Boyette's portable toilets there for everyone's convenience, and we want everybody to go use those. And then if we tucker you out and we fatigue you with all this movement, all this running and biking and everything, then take a break. We'll wrap up at 3 o'clock, be out of your way, and then you're still downtown, the best downtown mm -hmm. in the state yes. of Florida. Palafox Street is the signature of Pensacola. Stay down there. Look at the great shops. Go into the jewelry stores. Go into the great outfits that you can get at places. Uh, if I name one, I'll be at remiss i'll be having people beat me on the head how come you didn't mention me no we've me? got coffee shops coffee yes, shops great food, eateries everything you can now go we walk to maritime there's so many things to do Absolutely. yeah we we want you to be healthy why do we do ciclovia uh, not just to stop the traffic we want you to learn how to see the city differently we want you to see it as a place where you can get healthy back to florida department of health back to parks and recreation mm -hmm because that's where we create fun and community. We're gonna have the air cleaner than you've ever seen it before when you're down there during this event. Nobody's gonna be eating sugar. Nobody's gonna be drinking beer. It's all just gonna be fun and exercise. So in that way, I think that we bring something unique. So we're building the environment. It's gonna have a commercial impact. It always brings something like a million dollars to Pensacola in general when we have this event so it's uh, commercially successful and, yeah. and, and it's a hang, great time of year with, with spring us. break as well yeah. mm -hmm. and apologies to all those whom I might have forgotten if I went through the entire list of our great supporters you'd be staggered to know how many people want to be a part of this event and push it forward including city government parks and recreation one of our biggest boosters city of Pensacola again and and I mean, until you take the mic away from me. <laughs> You're doing great. No, we're yeah. All, we're we, all like, wait, what is he going to say next? That's right. It's exciting. It's, it's a great way to cap off Florida Bike Month. So. It is. And kind of kick off a official spring absolutely mm -hmm. yeah getting right. moving this this spring going into summertime we get warmer weather that's why people you know live here so we can be in the emerald coast and enjoy our downtown and also close to all these parks 93 parks that we get to enjoy uh and then somebody did ask what time are the roads going to start closing for traffic click 10 o'clock <laughs> 10 o'clock they're they're allowed to go through until 10 in the morning and then at three, they can come back through again. So we're going to build it quickly. Uh, we're going to take it down quickly. And, you know, I, if I could bring Caitlin back into this, one of the things that we want to do is teach people how we can move in the future. We want to take the parking spaces and maybe turn them into lounge areas or places where you can put chalk art down during this event. But we're also going to have dewberries there to show us what a bike box looks like. Caitlin? Yeah. Ooh, what's that? Uh, so there is a Main Street project, the Hashtag Connector, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. Um, and part of the design for Main Street includes bike boxes, which I don't believe have been done in the city before. And basically what it is, it's a designated area for bicyclists to congregate at an intersection ahead of traffic, so at a signalized intersection. And what it does is allows bicyclists to get through the intersection um, instead of having to wait for the queuing of traffic behind them. So um, they're basically 
literally <laughs> green bike boxes that you'll see and so we are trying to recreate that it won't be exact you know specifications of how it's going to be built but um, the consultant is going to work and the CRA is going to be down there and so it's going to be an actual kind of like tactical urbanism mm -hmm. and an ability for bicyclists to go and experience and try to use that there um, down at Maine and Palafox and so there's a lot of benefits to bike boxes as well mm -hmm. it helps Ooh. bicyclists with visibility if there's a group of bicyclists it helps you get through the intersection faster which actually helps um, transit and motor vehicles as well so it, it's a win-win it can help with right hook conflict sometimes you know we hear a lot about um, that conflict between vehicles trying to make a right on red and things like that. So mm -hmm. it, it really helps everybody. So we're super excited for it, and we're going to sort of demo it um, on a little bit of a smaller scale at Ciclovia. So we're really excited. Right. Very nice. Try it. You'll like it. Yeah, I see. I took a, a look at it online because you can Google green bike boxes, yeah. and it brings up um, a few. What other cities are these in? Um, well, I definitely know they're in Gainesville. I believe they're in... So we have them in Florida. Oh, yeah, okay. St. Pete. Um, they're, in a, they're in a lot of cities have been doing them now for, gosh, I think Gainesville's probably had them for at least six years <clears throat> or so. So Pensacola awesome. is going to catch up and pass them. Yeah, I love that. That's something really interesting, and I love the contrast of the green to also be able to see the cyclists as well yeah. against the black tires. Yep. On the, on, I don't want to lose this moment to to recognize what Caitlin represents along with other members of her team like Amy Toodle and David Forte and who have, who have come in and started putting together a team that is looking to build an actual active transportation plan to implement complete streets theory and turn Pensacola into a desirable city that everybody wants to live in. Yeah. Young people who want to be able to walk to work, and old people who want to be able to take pedestrian walks safely and, and visit their parks. Because you know what? Deja knows this. 97% of the people in Pensacola live within 10 minutes of one of our 93 parks. Yes. yes. And if they will walk to the park, circle it, and walk back, they just got their exercise for the day. Mm -hmm. So we're mm -hmm. all about making the parks a place for you to get healthy and you to be joyful. And um, you can look at a lot of the projects online in our uh, city website to see what's in going right now. We got a lot that's going to be completed in the next three months. So come visit us. I love that. Hey, we have about a minute left. Uh, Deja, anything else we want to tap on real quick? Well, we definitely want everyone to visit our website. As Rand mentioned, playpensacola.com, ciclaviapensacola.com. You can find out all of the information about the upcoming event at Ciclavia next Saturday, as well as information and the initiatives that have taken place this month. There should be an ability to watch the um, proclamation that took place on a previous video if you uh, visit our website at um, cityofpensacola.com. So do do visit um, if it is still up there. I'm not sure how that how that works, but I do know that you can view a past archive of all of our videos. We have our upcoming egg hunt that will take place on August, April 9th. Um, that is the following Saturday. Um, I think one or two Saturdays later. Can't think about it off the top of my head, but April 9th at Community Maritime Park. That's Another great. way to get out and have a great time from 10 to 3 p.m. or 1 p.m. and come out and have a great time. 